Hey, everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 440. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I am Mako-chan. And how is everybody doing on this fine evening tonight? Ugh. I need a nap. You always need a nap. I do, I know. Well, I will say that I've had I've been playing around with some stuff, and I'm hoping that the audio quality is good because I think I finally figured out how to get rid of the background noise. So I, I think this is going to be a very good episode, more or less. And the fact that I'm actually sitting here in the studio, 52 degrees, and t-shirt and shorts, it kind of feels good. Odd for March, but it kind of feels good. Yeah, it was in the high fifties today, which felt which felt really nice. Oh, don't 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 get me started on that. I mean, oh, man, I'm walking around today. I'm like running between building to building with my hoodie because I know it's going to be a little cold out, a little brisk. And I, I'm not really running. I'm just walking back and forth. I'm just like, I feel hot in this. This isn't right. This is. This should feel more like April than anything else, though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, we are live tonight, week of March 3rd, 2020, right here live on Twitch TV. We are here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can interact with us at live.vognetwork.com. They have a nice little pop-up there, so you can come check out the show, you know. If you have Twitch, if you're on Twitch TV, you can find us at twitch.tv slash anime jam session. And we're also hosted by the amazing people at Twitch T- at our VOG Network. You can find them at twitch.tv slash VOG Network. We are a proud partner of the Voice of Geeks Network. And don't forget, we also have a Discord. So you can find us at vognetwork.com slash Discord. That is our chat room. Um, hangout spot. So if you want to come by, say hi, have some news, drop it off. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, now that we got that out the way, I'm going to go ahead and kick things over to how was your week, how was your day, Ari? Uh, well, you know, it was payday today, so that immediately, yeah, that immediately went to the rent, so that was fun. Mm. And, I know that feeling. And, I'm, and I was at the doctor's at the work because it was a follow-up to a hospital stay I had all, right, all so, days for my birthday. Hmm? So what did the doctor say? Uh, they're gonna have to do a CAT scan on my heart to figure out if anything dire is wrong with me. Well, you have the you have an iron heart, so you know you're fine. But it doesn't yeah, hurt. Well, I also have to wonder whether or not you know it's actually something really life threatening, or that phantom chest pain, or whatever, is just me having a panic attack or something. Also, the uh, you can't really see it here, but. They decided to jab me with the needle, like, right in here. Mm-hmm. When they were I was at the hospital, instead of going right to the pit of the elbow. So I had a nice big bruise for over a week and a half. That was nice. Well, better the pit of the elbow than the jugular. Pit of the elbow, it's like after one or two days. Mm. Um, I also saw 
uh, AEW this past weekend with a friend of mine. Oh, they were they were in town. Uh, no, it was at the paper. Oh, okay. And that was a lot of fun watching. Oh, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. And I'll, I'll talk about what he got for a gift, but I want to get to the yeah, next segment. That, that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Marco-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, not bad. Um, just, uh, I pre-ordered my new phone. And it came in early, so I'm just kind of trying to set it up. Mm. I I think, honestly, next time I, I get a phone, I, I'm just going to do the same thing. That's what I'm basically I'm going to do. Because every time I get a phone, I mean, I don't, I don't mind the people at the store helping me. And I greatly appreciate that because, let's be real, good help is so hard to find. But there's always mm-hmm. something where they kind of forget things. They kind of forget this or that. And I'm just like, you know what? I, I, I'd rather take the phone home, you know, and just do it myself, you know? They also have stuff to uh, sell. They have quotas to meet and everything. True. But <sighs> l- 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 let's be real here, people. If you, if, you, if you know what type of phone you're going to buy... At least a month and a half, you've already bought the accessories. Now, I still have to get a new one. I've been reluctant to upgrade mine because, well, can't afford it, and it's it hasn't exploded on me. The grass and the glass is still in one piece. So. Well, then don't upgrade. If the phone's good for you, then don't. And it's paid off. There you go. I have a feeling when this phone pays pays itself off, I'm just going to go out and get a brand, get another phone and just hold on to this as a backup, you know. Uh, something you, along you, you can always just leave a uh, a fully charged one, you know, off to the up in the pocket, like off to the side somewhere because you can still dial nine one one on it even if you don't have a service on it. Well, that's true. And to be perfectly honest, I mean, since since they switched things over to like you know you pay off the phone as you go type, as opposed to two hundred dollars down, pay the bill after two years, it's done. I've never, I've never owned a phone after that, more or less. I mean, I've I've paid off phones, you know, from like those older contracts, or I've gotten a couple of phones for free. But for something like this, I've just, well, it's been a year, year and a half upgrade. Sure, why not? Uh, we look at our chat room here at Twitch TV slash NA Jam Session. VOX75 says, yeah, I am still using my Note 8 to this day. And that one Jewish elf says hello, so we say hello back. All right. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Um, my weekend day has been interesting, to say the least. I just feel like I'm being kind of repetitive with my weekends because I, f- I know that Zenkai is coming up, and that's when our convention season will more or less start off. So I've been spending these weekends kind of sort of prepping. I've ordered stuff for cosplays. I've ordered stuff for some, has some, some extra equipment for photography and so forth. Um, the backup issue, I have to, I'll get into that in a sec, but I've been going through the hard drives, pulling photos and resorting them. And these are the original RAWs. 
I have no intentions of going back to re-edit these photos because they've already posted. And I know the edited ones are on this hard drive somewhere, and I just have to find it. Now, I don't know if I talked about this, but... And I'll just give a summary if I did. Uh, back in January, I contact... I, I get the hard drive with the recovery, and I'm going through some of the zip files. Nada. I couldn't open them. So I contact the guy, and he says, send it back. So I send the drive back. And it was maybe about a month before I heard back, and I asked him if there was if, if he could figure out what was going on. He said, basically, you were plugging in the hard, the, the hard drive the wrong way. So I get the drive back, check those same files, corrupted, cannot open them. So I am going to show you all something. This is the hard drive. It's a Western Digital Elements. This is one of them. Now, I won't go on record and say, you know, what, what preferred brands I like, but I did. he did say that I could send him drives, you know, to do the recovery on. And I was actually all for that. But I do use Western Digital when need be. So, and I work in IT. And I've said things like, maybe you're plugging it in wrong, try this, try that. There's a connection like known as USB 3, oh no, USB-C and Thunderbolt 3. You can flip that port around and it will still connect. Now, this is basically a sample cable of what I need to connect. So, one side goes to the hard drive. The other side, you can't see it plugs into the computer. So my question is, how the F am I plugging it in wrong when the way the cable was designed, it can only be plugged in one particular way? Probably after the show, I'll be making a phone call. And speaking of cables, Marco, I found that cable I was looking for. I stuck it in one of my drawers over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As Theo X75 says, I avoid a problem with hard drives by using an M2 SSD in an enclosure. Well, I would have loved to have my stuff restored to an 8 terabyte SSD, but I ain't got that kind of money. So. <laughs> well, you know. give it an, give it enough time, and you'll see 8 terabyte S. Uh, uh, God damn, the term escapes me. Uh, mm -hmm. SD cards. That's the one. Well, I mean, they already have a five twelve gigabyte SD card, so one terabyte. There. Yeah, one yeah one terabyte should be rolling rolling down rolling down the highway. So you know. But. Anywho, we're moving right along to um, geek life. Basically, each week we talk about something geeky in our lives we want to share off, or some stuff we've been kind of doing like outside of the podcast and so forth. Uh, Ari, uh, kick things off. I'm going to grab some water out the fridge. Okay, well, uh, the uh, birthday gift I got my friend was a, it was a board slash card game. It's called Book It. Now, what it is is a, uh, it's a card game where you build your own wrestling promotion. And uh, you know, you, you manage finances, you know, sign wrestlers, put on shows, all that good stuff, and it's. It's basically, you know, big on the uh, professional wrestling tropes and memes for, like, throughout, like, past 20 years or so. 
and uh, and because you know it's obviously someone else like making the game, they have to use a you know you, you they can't directly use the uh, you know pro wrestlers and whatnot, so they use you know I guess like XPs of them. So uh, you got Filipino Dave here who is a Samoa Joe. Uh, got a couple. Uh, here's a uh, Ray Mysterio or Ray Enigma, sorry. And oh my God, I, I, my friend said, yeah, yeah, yeah wait till you see a John Cena one. And I'm like, because I was lo looking through the first time, I'm like, and I stopped. I'm like, oh my God. And here's a uh, the female John Cena in this game. Nice, Jane Sienna. <laughs> And uh, my personal favorite one of these um, from all of them, here. Here's the Sandman from ECW. <laughs> that is Bud Trigger. Is there a Christopher Benoit? Uh, no, no Benoit. No, I said Benoit. <laughs> no, he's not in here. I'm, I'm not sure which one is the uh, Chris Jericho uh, expert over. But... Yeah, but you can also buy uh, special announcements and uh, dirt sheets you know, to use either on yourself or on other people. Oh, and uh, here's the uh, generic jobber, James Ellsworth. You mm. can talk about a complete lack of chin. Do they have a parody of, like, a Stone Cold in there or something like that? No, but they do parody the It's Still Real to Me guy. Oh, wow. Complete with, you know, microphone and crying and everything. It's amazing. I, I post on my personal Facebook page and say, I want to bring this to Zenkai Con and play it with people. You should. I mean, there's a tabletop section. Maybe you can bring it. Maybe they'll let you bring it into the tabletop room and play. Or, or if nothing else, you know, having it, like, like play it in a room, maybe and just get drunk playing it. Oh, boy. I know some, pe I know some people be into it. <laughs> there you go. Provided they actually come to the convention. You know, you know. I, I completely and I totally get that. Yeah, that, that's that's how I'm, that's how things have been going for me this weekend. <laughs> okay, Mako Chan, what's up with your geek life? Uh, so my geek life, obviously, I got a new phone. Um, I got the Samsung S20 because holy crap, it's so pretty. Um, but as for other geek life, uh, this is one of the last little things that I got Harry Potter wise for my birthday. And this was something that I purchased for myself um, way, way back when it first was announced. So mm. I did pre-order it. And uh, I really want to take it out and play with it. But at this point, I don't have a place to set it up that the cats can't get to. Whoops. Yeah. But I'm really, really happy with it. I'm so excited. Speaking of birthdays, I, I'm torn between getting you a Jay and Silent Bob thing or a or a Harry Potter thing. Either one works. <laughs> okay, then. I will keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah, because we all know if the cats get to it, it'll be 50 points from Gryffindor. Yeah, I'm just a little bit too cautious. No, I... Not wanna... I, I, to I completely and I totally get that. Okay, so, as part of my, my geek life, I don't really have anything to show off today, but I will say, 
during this weekend while I was, you know, doing actual prep work for the con, like I said, I found myself with more free time to game. So I found myself part of last week continuing to play uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood. And I found myself like on Saturday, late sat, like somehow Saturday afternoon, having to restart my game because you know how it is when you play like some of these games. You don't you don't want to read a guide. You figure things out on your own, and sometimes you screw up. But you know you can kind of double back and fix your screw ups and keep going. But in this case, I couldn't. Because I was in an area in the first mission, and I had to build up my levels so that I can carry big, big weapons. And basically, where I was at this game, I was leveled up enough to complete the mission, but I didn't cash in enough points to carry weapons. I'd have to level up six more times, or try to find other side missions to earn those extra points. So, what a well, sensible thing to do. Start a new game. And thankfully, I was able to get all of that done within two days. And I think I've logged maybe about less than four hours into the game getting all that stuff done. Because because of the, the way the levels are laid out, I was able to just rush through everything and, and grab what I needed. Now, normally, I'm not a run-and-gun type person, which is why I'm not a big fan of Bethesda's remake of Doom. So I like more of a slow, slow, straightforward. What was I young blood is a bit of a run-and-gun, but it's not where the enemies are just, like, all over the place, but it's still fun. One thing that's interesting, you can, quote-unquote, play the original Wolfenstein 3D in the game. But there's... But there's a catch. See, there. See, the new Wolfenstein games go into an alternate timeline as if the Nazi regime happened. So they kind of mess with the Wolfenstein 3D game as if it was you are a hero German guy named Hans trying to escape something like that. It's basically Wolfenstein 3D just reskinned. And you can actually have saves, saves and all that stuff, which is kind of cool. I think I remember reading there were some issues with that when the game came out or something like that, but I don't know. I picked it up off of um, Xbox Game Pass, and it's a fun game. And I'll say this about Game Pass. Yeah, it's expensive, but it allows you this time to play some of these games. And I have downloaded games I thought would be really fun, and I'm just like, this game's trash. I'm going to delete it. Saves me anywhere from like thirty to sixty dollars. Just saying. So, anywho, uh, moving right along. Um, housekeeping. All right, so we got some updates for you. Um, as as you know, Zenkaicon is coming around the corner, and it's a good time, you know, to find some cosplay photographers to take pictures of you. So you definitely want to check into a couple of people that's not just a, that's affiliated with Anime Jam Session and people that we do stand by. You definitely want to check out Wild Spice Photography. You can email her at hello at wildspicephotography.com. Her bookings are filling up pretty quickly. She only has a few slots left. And as long as she has slots available, we will keep the logo here. 
uh, Rith Photography, another amazing cosplay photographer going to ZenkaiCon. We've promoted her before. Uh, you can shoot her an email at lithecosplayphoto at gmail.com. She has bookings still available. And as long as they have bookings available, we will keep their logos here for you to check out. Um, I will probably drop an edit where I can just drop in like the little email addresses and stuff like that. Some, something can figure that out. Next up, we're gonna talk. We have the hot take. Periodically, we will. I will kind of foam at the mouth or discuss something that needs to be said. It's sort of like a bit of an opinion piece, but the only difference is this is something basically everybody here on the show agrees with. I just know how to be a loud mouth little about it. The hot take. All right, so. The hot this week's hot take is the coronavirus. This was inspired by a mini rant that I called into Orange Lounge Radio about last Sunday. Not this Sunday past, but Sunday before that. There is a clip of me foaming at the mouth about it. Now it's not in the aspect of the sheer numbers of what's going on. This is idiots in the community. I have seen this. They were in one of the groups I am in. There were cosplayers asking if they were going to get the coronavirus from ordering their cosplays from China. <sighs> and as you can see, there are people who have failed basic science. I'm not and going. Human decency. Yep. I I'm not going to get into. Because if we do, we'll be here all night and we're not going to be able to talk about some of the other amazing topics on tonight's program. I will say the coronavirus is not going to hurt your cosplay. Trust me on that. The, the coronavirus is not airborne like that as you think it is. If, if, if you feel absolutely better about the fact, if you kind of worry about it, if it makes you feel any better, when you get your cosplay from China or whatever, spray it down with Lysol. Take it to the dry cleaners. Wash it. But let's be real. If you're picking up a cosplay anyway, you should dry clean it or hand wash it before and let it dry before you wear it anyway. And I understand some people's cosplays, props, and so forth coming out of China is being delayed because of this, and you're copying an attitude. Well, if you're so upset about not getting your cosplay in time, <laughs> or your prop in time, instead of being cheap people, why don't you put an extra $100 to your cosplay budget and contact somebody local, or through one of the, through a, through Facebook and find a local cosplayer or a cosplayer that does commissions and go ahead and get it from them. Yes, you may be paying a little bit more, but the difference is you're going to get that cosplay when it's done under a week and it's going to be basically custom fit to you. And if there's any issues, you know it won't be that hard for you to find and get in touch with that person and get it taken care of. Okay? Can we calm down just a little about this? Can we put the fear in the back seat? Can we just calm down? Okay? Mm -hmm. 
And I will say this. If you're really that worried about this, wash your goddamn hands. Seriously. Wash your hands. Take proper medication. For if you're sick, get plenty of rest. Take a sick day if you need to, if you can. Do that. Just practice proper hygiene. That's it. That's, that's the best thing you can do. I mean, they did... I think there's like one or two cases here in New York, but they're basically saying, unless you were within... Like, if you were basically in front of that person for like a solid half hour, you're not going to get the virus. But you'll be fine. Speaking and that's of it. Which, when I was at the... When I was at the doctor, yeah. waiting to be seen, Ellen was on, because they had Ellen on, and mm -hmm. she had a, like a five, ten minute segment where she did a song and dance number about washing your hands. I'm just like, people need to be told this? Ari, how, how many years have you been going to conventions? <laughs> uh, I guess I uh, walked right into that one, huh? No, it's not that. It's not that you walked right into it. It's the aspect of we all guilty as we think people have common sense on the simplest things and then they don't. And this kind of goes back to something we've discussed before. You'll spend all this money on your hotel, your badge, your cosplays, and swag, but you get a little iffy about taking a shower or buying deodorant. Oh, yeah. I've seen that plenty of times. Yeah. And we're probably going to have an open forum topic podcast about that in the future. This will probably be sometime... I believe after Zenkai, because this now is not the time. But now that we're basically more or less talking about the coronavirus, if you've been following, if you've been reading, um, there's been a lot of issues. Like um, companies have pulled out of PAX East because of the coronavirus. Uh, GDC is more or less has been canceled because of that, and other things. Uh, Mako is going to give us like a brief summary of these closures and cancellations as affecting our community, our cosplay community, our cosplay fandom, the anime fandom, more or less as a whole, and so forth. And oh my god, a fifth season of Tenchi Muyo. I am not, I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah. Um, At least they're calling it Tenchi Muyo Rio Hoki. Yeah, I know. Mm. Stupid thing is giving me issues. I feel you on that. Okay, I have to go back into that one. Okay. Uh, okay. Um. So yeah. So there's actually quite a few different things that uh, have been canceled, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And, of course, sorry, all of my crap is covered in really freaking noisy ads now. So, don't you just hate that? Yeah, so I'm just going to open each one individually. Um, so, yeah, so obviously the coronavirus is a lot worse overseas mm -hmm. than it is here. So, Japan has canceled quite a number of events, actually. 
So uh, first on the list is the rock band Wanama event. Um, so that can't uh, that uh, it's uh, so the rock band Wanama uh, who does a one piece stampede mm-hmm. and uh, the theme song for that. Okay, now audition is behaving like it should. So uh, okay, sorry, I apologize uh, about that, y'all. Okay, so let's uh, go over that again. The rock band Wanama, who does a One Piece Stampede anime films theme song and a couple of other things, they had to cancel a bunch of their concerts. Uh, they did end up um, canceling because one of the patients that attended their concert on February 8th uh, did actually have... Uh, COVID-19, which mm. is the coronavirus. Um, yeah, a patient just decided, oh, hey, I'm sick, but I'm still going to go to this concert. Thus, the reason why the group decided that they were going to continue to cancel their upcoming events. So they ended up canceling um, the February 29th to March 1st event. They ended up canceling the March 7th to 8th, 8th event. And they were considering plans for the future, which also included a concert on March 14th. Um, I do believe that that has actually been canceled at this point. Mm. Um, Advertising company Dentsu, uh, they ended up having one of their employees infected. So uh, approximately 5,000 of their staff now are uh, telecommunicating for work. Uh, SNK announced Mm. that the SNK World Championship Grand Finale, uh, that was actually going to be postponed. It was originally scheduled for February 29th to March 1st. That is now going to take place March 28th to 29th. Um, Let's see. That was that one. Let's go to the next one. Uh, Bandai Namco has ended up having to uh, change some of their events around. Mm-hmm. They were they are canceling or changing a sponsored event, uh, any sponsored event until March fifteenth, at least right now. This has affected the Tekken Seven events, the Idol Master events, Sword War, Sword Art Online, Tales of Vesperia, Mobile Suit Gundam, Battle Operations Two. The staff of the Love Live franchise separately announced that they are canceling the Aquars back in first Love Live Step Zero to One concert on March one uh, on March first, and the Love, si- Love Live Sunshine concert uh, March seventh and eighth. Mm. Um, organizers of the Perfume Eighth Tour 2020 P Cubed in Dome concerts announced that uh, the Tokyo Dome concerts have been canceled. Uh, Osaka's Nipponbanshi Street Festival cosplay event is no longer going to be held. Mm. Uh, mainly because not only is this a bad thing, but most of the companies, Sony, Bushiroad, Square Enix, uh, they have decided to not show up at these events. That also means that Anime Japan 2020 is also no longer taking place at this point. I mean, this is quite a few things, and obviously, you know, this is a lot worse in Japan. 
Um, so the Anime Japan 2020 event was supposed to be March 24th through 20 uh, March 21st through 24th. Mm-hmm. Um, this is actually one of the largest scale events that has currently been canceled, and this right now has been canceled. It is not postponed. Uh, Universal Studios, Disney Tokyo, Disney Sea. One Piece Tokyo Tower, um, they are all going to be closed until mid-March. So anybody that... Son of a... I hate this website. All it is is, you know, pop-up crap. Um, But basically all of that right now is closed until mid-March. That could change depending on what is going on, uh, obviously. Uh... A bunch of other 2020 events have been canceled. This includes uh, the Tokyo Anime Award Festival. Uh, This is also going to include the film opening for the new Ultraman movie. Uh, That has been postponed. It was originally scheduled to open March 6th. Other anime films that are going to be delayed are the uh, Doraemon film, uh, Shimajiro, Tsuro, Tsubu, Foko, or Fune. Um, that was scheduled for t- uh, February 28th. Um, so far, all three films do not have new release dates. Disney is also delaying the opening of Onward, which was scheduled for March 13th, and the live action Mulan, which was scheduled for April 17th. Uh, let's see. In the United States, Emerald City Comic Con in Seattle announced that they're still holding their event for March 12th through 15th. Um, they will be doing enhanced cleaning and sanitation across the show. Um, let's see. The Skytree collaboration in Tokyo, uh, they are going to close that from March 1st to 15th. That was a Skytree collaboration with Final Fantasy VII. Uh, Bandai Namco's Namja Town Amusement Park is going to be closed until March 15th at the very late, uh, at the very earliest. They do have plans right now to open on March 16th, but again, that will, you know, that could change. Uh, Pokemon Center Mega Tokyo Shop is delayed in its grand opening. Um, from March 6th until now until April. The shop will still be open on temporary hours in March, uh, but without the planned Touch the Pokemon campaign, which was for a sticker giveaway, Pokemon greetings, and there was a March 20th special event, which is no longer going to be happening. Um, All Pokemon Center stores in Japan are canceling their events uh, at least until mid-March, Um, The Pokemon cafes are temporarily closing as well. The Hello One Piece uh, exhibit in Osaka is going to close um, early. Uh, Otherwise, it may be held at a later date. Um, Let's see. I know that there were other things. Uh, The big thing, obviously, is that... um, Japan has closed down all of its schools. Mm, yeah, I read about that. I actually, yeah, I'm I, sure yeah. kids were thrilled about that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all the country's elementary, junior, and senior high schools 
are closing temporarily. That started uh, this Monday. The spring vacation in Japan typically runs for about 10 days from the third week of March uh, to early April. So they're going to see if they can possibly, you know, switch that time around depending on what obviously is going on. Um, unfortunately, there are new cases opening up, so it was a needed thing to close down the schools to try and uh, delay everything that was going on. And then obviously, you know, the Olympics are happening in Tokyo this year. Currently, because of everything that is going on, there are talks to see how things progress. Um, they do not want to have to cancel. Um, they said that this would not be a postponement and it would not be a rescheduling. If it happens, it would be a cancellation. Um, so if that is the case, they're going to obviously look into what would need to be done, but they do not have to decide at this point what is going on until at least the end of May. Um, that would be the latest, obviously. But obviously, you know, if things are happening in and around Tokyo, they're not going to want to bring in a bunch of people. One, you know, because of being sick. And mm -hmm. two, because of obviously spreading it when everybody goes home. Um, not for nothing, but if this does end up being canceled, that is going to suck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, so much money has already been put into this event. Um, the fact that, you know, Tokyo right now is running into money issues, which always happens with the cities that end up uh, hosting the Olympics. They do end up uh, really, really far in debt because of it. So the fact what that... What was that about Athens? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it happens all over the place. Most of these towns, most of these cities, um, because they put so much money into it, the people that are coming in don't really bring back in all that money that they lost. So to actually recoup all of the money would take them years. And I mean, you know probably good 10 20 years just to attempt to recover because they're not bringing in any money then well i mean i will say uh given that we had the winter olympics uh, several years back and nagano i'm just saying maybe it won't be so bad but i totally get it and i understand because that was years ago times have changed given what's happening now it may not be that way I'm just trying to get some type of positive thought on it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I it just, it sucks. Oh, I believe. Say nothing yeah. of all the buildings that get abandoned once the uh, Olympics are out of town, and they don't have uh, any other purpose for them. Yeah, I mean, the good thing, at least with that, is uh, that the areas that the buildings haven't been added to, um haven't been really that bad uh the buildings will be used obviously for various things 
um, just because it is such a touristy area. Not many people do touristy stuff in Nagano. Um, you know, so they they can recoup some of that, but just for them to lose everything would really, really, really suck. And I believe that. But given, even though this is a, like, all these precautions are happening and this, uh, all these bad things are happening. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. Something positive. Ari, tell the people what it is. Uh, let's see here. Um, is it, uh, I bring it up. Okay. Uh, Shonen Jump and Shonen Sunday have all 2020 back issues postponed for free, or posted for free to combat boredom during school shutdowns. And that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, March 2 marked the first day of a month-long, month-long school closure in Japan, which was set to finish at the end of spring break at the start of April. These closures, as the Japanese government has claimed, were to stop the spread of coronavirus to the youth of Japan, and these measures were enacted around the same time as measures to cancel large-scale gatherings and events, which we just alluded to. <clears throat> uh, 13 weekly show and jump issues from 2020 are currently available to read online for free, on the Zebrac comic website until March 31st. 14th issue onwards are not available for free. This is the first time that 10 or more jump issues have been released for free at one time. Uh, Shogakukan, while doing the same thing for the last 12 issues of Weekly Show on Sunday, has also released this year's issues of Korokoro and some back issues of Shoujo and Joshi magazines. Betsukami, Shokami, cheese with an exclamation point. Uh, Chow DX, Pettit Comet, and Flowers. Shogaku Khan also made 450 manga books available for wow. free on the platform this month. With the complete series of Hayate the Com- Combat Butler, Kenshi the Mightiest Disciple, and Kakashi being released until March 7th. And the first three volumes of Detective Conan's Guild Teaser Tagagi, Komi Can't Communicate, and more being available until March 16th. So yeah, you'll have a lot of things to read if you get bored doing other things when you can't leave the house. Yeah, this will be one of the few times your mom's like, you are not going outside. Okay, this, then. This will be a time where you can read manga and play video games, you know? And be like, well, there's nothing else for him to do, you know? It's <laughs> you that or they get sick. Kind of reminds me of stories of how, you know, parents would have, like, chicken pox parties and measles parties, you know, so that everybody in the neighborhood can oh. have it. Then that way, it's out of their system. Yeah, that is super duper dangerous. Yeah. Nobody said, nobody said, every idea parents have told us were great ideas. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if you noticed, but Netflix has been hitting hard back with anime. It's like, it's starting to get to the point where Netflix just needs a spinoff and just have anime Netflix. Because that's what they're, they're bringing us, you know? And I so say... that going to be anime Netflix and Chiru? Sure, why not? <laughs> Chiru. But, um... I'm sorry, that, that was horrible. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're a bunch of horrible people. We are horrible, horrible, horrible people. Anywho, and I bring that up because Clamp is joining up with Netflix. 
and I believe we talked about this maybe last week or so, or this article may have hit the cutting room floor. There was talk that Netflix was teaming up with other mangakas and animators for, for more anime, and I'm just like, wow. Now, if you, as I said here, Clamp has signed a deal with Netflix to produce original anime content. Now, for those of you who don't know who Clamp is, uh, l- 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 let me run off. Let me r- r- run off some names for you: Card Captor Sakura, Subasa Chronicles, Chobits, Angelic Layer, X Nineteen Ninety Nine. Need I go on? I, I have a feeling that even though Clamp titles have become animes, l- l- let's be real. When a manga becomes an anime, a lot of times it's the original series plus filler episodes and stuff. Maybe this time with this deal with Netflix, we'll see more Clamp's titles hit the screens in an original format. I mean, I would not mind like a 10-episode Angelic Layer series, or maybe a, a, a new Subasa Reservoir Chronicles without filler reps or something like that. I think that would be pretty freaking awesome. Or who knows? Maybe we'll get something new, you know? I'm all uh-huh. for that. And I keep hearing the wind outside, and for a split second I heard it earlier, I could have sworn it was thunder. Oh, yeah, there's a thunderstorm out there right now. Okay, then that explains it, because well, I heard it earlier while Ari was doing his story, and I'm just like, let me check the weather, and in my area, I just see rain. It doesn't say anything about thunder. I'm just like, okay, you know? Yeah, it, it was really nice most of the day, and then about, uh, like, 2 o'clock, it just started raining. Yeah, I, I, I got caught in a little bit. It rained briefly in, in Midtown, and then that was it. I do know this, looking at the weather for the next few days, I will be able to retire my heavy gray hoodie and wear my uh, Yo- my lighter Yohane hoodie, so that's going to be kind of fun. All right, uh, moving on from that, uh, we have some sad news. Now, now this popped up on, on my Twitter feed, not Twitter feed, on my Facebook feed, like, out of nowhere, and I'm not even sure if, any, uh, if anybody else has picked up on this. It probably has. Uh, some of you know Trigger, Studio Trigger. You definitely know them for Kill the Kill. Or if you're a fan like me, you know that they did the animations for um, Project Cross Zone. Mm-hmm. And they've done other titles such as SSSS Gridman, which is actually really good. I have to go back and watch that. I mean, if you like Super Sentai, SSS Gridman is really good. They posted on their website that it is with great sadness to inform our fans that on February 24th, our dear friend Junichi Goto unexpectedly passed. Junichi played a valuable role in, St- in Trigger's first title, Inferno Cop, and influenced its countless projects such as Space Patrol Luluko and SSSS Gridman. Junichi Goto will be missed dearly by everyone at Trigger, and his legacy will forever be remembered. And that's really sad. At least he'll be able to continue on and do some amazing, continue to do some amazing work in his honor. So. I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if you haven't figured it out yet, they also did Promare. So, and that's one anime I have yet to watch. It's like I just don't have 
And also, I want to drop in there um, Little Witch Acad Academia. They also did that. So, anywho, uh, moving right along here. Um, Ari, what about Ultraman? Oh, well, he's coming to the Marvel Comics universe, apparently. Mm, sort of like Japanese Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, let's see. Marvel Comics is already home to many of the most iconic superheroes in the world, and they're about to add another DQJ in their ranks. Uh, Marvel has revealed a new ongoing series featuring Ultraman to debut later in 2020. <clears throat> As revealed in Marvel Comics' next big thing, Brock Lesnar. <clears throat> <laughs> that is deeply ingrained. Sorry. Wow. Let's see. Uh, the new Ultraman series is titled The Rise of Ultraman. will be co-written by Kyle Higgins, who worked on the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comics, and Mac Room from Self Made, with art by Francesco Mana for the Avengers. Uh, the comic appears to be a full reboot of Ultra series, one aimed at, one aimed at introducing a new generation of Western readers to Ultraman, and to the Togusats genre, as well as exploring how the character's heroic ideals Hold up in the uncertain world of 2020. Now, when they talk about tokusats, you would think mm -hmm. that those who are reading the Power Rangers comics would already have a general idea, but the Power Rangers comics is more of an American thing than it's from the original Japanese, but, you know. Eh. Yeah, the Power Rangers is its own thing, especially mm -hmm. since, you know, the first season got redubbed into Japanese and sent back over to Japan. Oh, yeah. As I like to call it, a uh, super spam tie. <laughs> Let's see. Um, a few years ago, thanks to my time on Power Rangers, I was able to discover and learn more about Tokusatsu. With this wildly different convention and inspiration, Tokusatsu and Ultraman in particular have been a huge source of joy for me, said Higgins in Marvel's press release. It's a genre so ripe of possibilities, even down to what we conceive of in the structure of the superhero storytelling. It's an honor and a privilege to bring Ultraman to Marvel. Oh, those Disney dollars. Yeah. Like, I I know of Ultraman. I think there was, yeah. like, an SNES game way back in the day. Yeah, and, and they did bring over one of the uh, Ultraman series to the U.S. back in the early 90s. That wasn't Common Rider, was it? No, it was Ultraman. I mean, here it was on Fox 5, and the, t the hero's character name was Jack Shindo, or something like that. I don't think I ever saw it. Yeah, I, I saw it. I did see, quote-unquote, Mask Rider, you know, so... Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. Ectophase, activate. Yeah, that was interesting. It was supposed to be a spinoff of uh, Power Rangers, but it went nowhere. I'll take the original superhero time, please. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving right along, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What else do we have here? Ah, Mako, is your fandom. Yeah. So, uh, to add on to last week's talk about the sailor moon ice skating it's sailor moon prism on ice and there are a few uh extras that now we do know um this is actually going to have uh okay that's all the skaters 
Um, I do know that we did talk about that, um, that it, they're all uh, figure skaters. They've either won specific skating events, uh, Junior Grand Prix uh, offense, or U.S. Figure Skating Championships. Um, the supporting cast also are all professional figure skaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is going to include the Inner Senshi, and it will include the uh, the four knights. So Jadeite, Zoisite. So Malachi your four. Yeah, your four heavenly kings are going to be part of this. Uh, we did say that Anza, that Anza was going to be Queen Serenity. She is in a non-skating role, but given that she is a singer, um, I'm really hoping that she does perform some sort of song for this. Uh, the show itself is actually a scripted show. Um, there has been no mention yet of a queen barrel so um don't know anything on that whether she will be an actress out there or if she's gonna have Ooh, that was bright lightning Mm. um don't know if she's you know she might be another singer uh that they do fight against uh right now that is not known whoa yeah, I told you, bright lightning. Holy bright sh- lightning leads to loud thunder. Uh, wow! So just so I you know, that just... over Ron is a speak. Yeah, so if I disappear, that's why. For the record, that was not Damien. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the music is actually being handled by series veteran Akiko Kosaka, and her work includes the Sailor Moon R movie. Sailor Moon S and the opening and ending songs for both seasons of Sailor Moon Crystal. Speaking of Sailor Moon Crystal, all of the Senshi from Sailor Moon Crystal, all of those voice actors, they are going to be the ones doing the voiceovers for this show. That's pretty cool. So this is going to be held a total of five times. Uh, It's going to take place between June 5th and June 7th. Um, and let's see the, the tickets go on sale March 16th and it's going to be going through uh, convenience store chain Lawson mm. so their ticketing service I, I, I'm kind of giddy over who they, got, who they got to play Venus I mean I don't know who she is but I'm just reading I'm just kind of giddy over it So yeah I mean all of them are really good um, skaters and I, I'm actually quite surprised that they're not just going with Japanese skaters. Um, obviously, uh, Sailor Moon is two-time Olympic silver, silver medalist, um, self-described otaku, uh, Evgena Medvedev. Um, so obviously oh, she's it in that pantsuit on her uh, Instagram. Yeah, so um, she's already. Uh, dressed up as Sailor Moon during her skates. Um, she is huge, huge, huge anime fan. Um, Sailor Mars is actually going to be uh, a Japanese-American skater. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Sailor Mercury is a Japanese figure skater, two-time world medalist, two-time Grand Prix final medalist, and the 2016 uh, Four Continents champion and a four-time national champion. She f- uh, placed fourth place overall at the uh, 2018 Winter Olympics. Um, Sailor Jupiter is actually going to be an American figure skater who has held titles uh, 2010 Grand Prix final champion, the U.S. figure skating champion in 2009 and 2011. Um, and she's the tallest. Mm-hmm. Uh, at 5'4", she's actually the tallest of the uh, five inner senshi that will be played by all of these girls. Um, Sailor Venus is another American figure skater, and she won the 2008 Junior Grand Prix. Um, since 2014, she's also been playing Elsa in Disney's on Ice, Disney on Ice's Frozen. So there you go. Sailor Venus is also Elsa. Yeah. Now, here, here, here's my thing. Now we've watched the anime. Uh, we've seen them do do the attacks, go into these these wide movements and formations, you know, to do these attacks. I I want to see footage of this done on the ice. I mean, that, imagine how... somebody somebody needs to record this because yes. I want to see it. I look. I know somebody's going to. I want to see this, and this is me. You're talking to. I, you know, I'm not big on ice skating, but I want to see this. I want to see Sailor Moon on ice. Uh, maybe Miss Dream has a hookup or something like that. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. But then again, there is that footage of that one Japanese guy who did a routine as Josuke Higashida from Diamond is Unbreakable. So... That leaked, so anything is plausible. So, here's the hoping, you know. We're not going to go back to our JoJo on Ice discussion from last week, are we? You do realize that actually, what I talked about actually happened. Oh, well, fuck. Yeah, I posted it on my personal, and my friend Chris posted a link. I'll I'll put it on your wall later, okay? Yeah, yeah, because I don't. Rem- I, yeah. I must have missed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still like my idea. Dio just dropping a, a Zamboni instead of a steamroller. <laughs> the Isol! Playing, the, oh yeah, playing the part of a stand, the world will be gritty. Oh. No. At that point, we'll almost just have Mr. Met run ruin everything. Okay. Because so, ruining the Mets alone isn't enough, huh? Basically. Now, the title of this story is called How Robotech Traumatized a Generation of Kids and Converted Them to Anime. Now, during the 80s and the 90s, anime did come over to the States, but it was under different names. Like, we if you grew up knowing Robotech, in Japan it was called Macross. It's three different animes. Yep. Macross, um, is here it is. Macross, Southern Dimension Calvary, Southern Cross, and Genesis Climber Most Piata. Carl Masick 
with Harmony Gold was able to take these three series and stitch it together as a 65 episode series. And then you find out later that there, there is no such thing as Robotech. It's just three separate series. It just happened to look, all the characters happen to look similar, so like, eh, good mm -hmm. enough. Man, you have. You, you wonder why this series isn't held together with literal duct tape. It really was. And the issue is, because this was on television, it was base, It was basically edited. A lot of the blood and violence wasn't there. It you saw like, like ships and 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 robots shooting at each other, but you really didn't see like serious damage or anything like that. You know. Mm -hmm. And basically, Robotech, in a way, the plot of it was a little different from, like, G.I. Joe or Transformers. But the difference was, in Robotech, there was a lot more shooting, in that, a lot more violence in that series, as opposed to the other two that I previously mentioned, you know? And for some mm -hmm. people, Robotech was a turning point to getting people into anime. I would say, for me, it would have to be Voltron, because something like that, I knew wasn't normal, but it was really awesome. Now, Voltron was originally called in Japan Go Lion, which means five lions. And there is a scene in Voltron where Sven got injured and he disappeared, more or less. He went to a medical planet. Yes. In the original Japanese, he was killed. And, but like, as much as I remember, like, watching the show back then, I'm like, wait, mm -hmm. are they ever going to bring Sven back? And apparently I was the asshole for, you know, pointing that out. Mm. I mean, it happens. But basically, even though this article talks about, you know, the truth and the reality of it all, but let's talk about what Robotech really did. It got you to go looking for the original series to check it out. The same thing with, um... Before we continue, Bob Coffey likes to say obligatory fuck Harmony Gold licensing and so forth, which I totally get. Now, let's get real here. If you were a kid of the 80s or the 90s like us here, for the most part, anime was on TV. You didn't know it was really anime until you went looking for it on the World Wide Web and you discovered there was other stuff out there like when Sailor Moon was on TV, I thought this was really awesome. I think I knew that was anime, but when I looked it up and saw that um, there were more episodes and it was a lot darker, I was just like, wow. Same thing can be said about uh, Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Let's be real. Do you really think the episodes you watch on TV were, were, were like really that, that, that violent? I'm, I'm just saying, you know? I mean, look. They, they really expect us to think that entire sectors of city were abandoned mm -hmm. and a, and a, to say nothing of uh, the shadow realm well, I, I think you just say you know, those three words and that's the end of it and donuts and Pokemon oh god please don't talk about the donuts look there are some people they actually reference the donuts line in the re-release into like the CGI release of the first Pokemon movie. This is all yes, they did. This and that was done purposely. And this of is all course I, it was. And this is all I have to say about that. Bravo. Bravo. I mean, 
basically, you saw this stuff, you went looking for it online, and you're like, why am I seeing a series by this title? And you go digging, you're just like, oh. See, nowadays, when anime comes out, it's on streaming services. If it's on TV, it's already been released here. 99% of the time, the original title is intact, except for Detective Conan, case closed. That's a story for another time. But the original title name is intact. The episodes are intact, except for minor edits for blood if it's on TV, even though it's late at night. And if you went online, it's not much of a difference. Whereas in the 80s and the 90s, you're like, you read and discover this series was actually bad, and this is what really happened, and it blows your mind. It's like when you learn about history in high school, and then when you go to college and you discover and you read and you study history, you're just like, what? What have they been keeping from us? Exactly. <sighs> you know. And as Bob Coffey also says, Harmony Gold is also responsible for blocking Macross from coming to the States. And I totally get that. Kind of reminds me of the whole Tatsunoko versus Capcom thing, where I believe Capcom had to go through, jump through hoops with different licensors in the States to get characters into the game. And even though they couldn't get a couple of characters in, they actually brought extra characters into the game to make up for it, which I thought was a cool idea. And even though it's not the original music, but it'll work. Yeah, it's also a fun game. Mm, yes, it is. And as Steelx75 says, Tattoo versus Capcom is fun. It is, but I still want my Rival Schools 3. That's a story for another time. Moving right along, uh, let's see what's up next on G-Docket. Ah, Mako, this one's right up, your, right up here for you, you little hentai girl. Yeah, um, I still have not watched the series. I, I, just, I don't know that I actually have want to do so. I, I, I will say, I actually have the second episode on pause for like the last week or so because I just haven't gotten around mm -hmm. to finish watching it. Whoops. Okay, so uh, yeah, we're talking about interspecies reviewers. Um, Again. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least for this, uh, it's good news at this point. Yeah. Um, so while it has been kicked off multiple networks in Japan, it's actually found a new one that is op uh, welcoming it with open arms. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has been dropped by... Uh, yeah, let me get... Yeah, so it's been dropped by Tokyo MX... Uh, it's been dropped by Kobe Suns TV. Um, it left Kyoto's local KBS. Um, and it has suddenly popped up in an unexpected place, as the producers have announced that this week it will begin airing on Gifu Prefecture's Gifu Broadcasting System TV network. Mm. This is unusual, Um because, uh, well, it's extremely unusual for a Japanese TV station to add a program mid-season. Uh, but interspecies reviewers will be starting the lineup. It actually started Saturday, February 29th. And it's going to be playing at 2.30 a.m., effectively part of the Friday late night block. Mm-hmm. 
rather than deny viewers any of the already established lore and episodes, they will be starting from episode one, then working at a vigorous pace to catch up to the newest content by showing two episodes back to back. So um, 2.30 on March 4th and 5th, 3 a.m. on March 6th, and 5 a.m. on March 6th before it will settle back into a regular scheduled uh, Saturday at 2.30. Um, so this is going to be showing a standard version of the anime opposed to an uncensored version. However, fans will be happy to know that the announcement of the Gifu broadcast system schedule uh, clearly lists all 12 episodes. So knowing the anime's reputation, mm. it is clear that they know what they're getting into and will be keeping it for all 12 episodes. It's like, you've been warned. Yeah. Yeah, at this point, they can't, you know, there's nothing that they can say that would, you know, go, oh, we didn't know. Well, no, now you have various uh, stations not showing it. So you've been warned, you know what you're getting into, so at least this is a uh, good thing, I guess? Yeah. I, I think in this point, if there is a season two, it's going to go straight to DVD. Yeah, at this point, I don't know that they would do a season two. <laughs> I mean, if they start, well... Could, well, depending on the type of merch that they would have to make. Yeah, yeah to be able to yeah. keep everything going. Although, Japan does like its figures. True. And they do not have an issue with figures like that. True. Now, finally, our last story of the night before going into our topics from Japan cosplayers for Bernie Ari please explain this my mic muted itself again my bad you good <clears throat> so uh, Bernie Sanders running on the backs not on the backs of billionaires but donations from supporters and that includes cosplayers earlier today hyenas hy hyenas and gin Hyenas and Jin eh. mm. started the Twitter hashtag cosplayers for Bernie and said, My friends in the Ball and Out Super Podcast, number one licensed anime podcast, has recently raised $420. Nice. For Bernie, I was inspired to see if I could raise some money myself. I was trying to figure out what I could do. Bernie's all for Medicare, all including mental health care, student loan forgiveness, and $15 minimum wage. I've been cosplaying for 20 years and met so many amazing cosplayers in the community whose lives could be changed for the better of Bernie as president. Uh, so, yeah, with the original goal of just $100, Cosplayers Burning has blown past the weed number and the sex number, because of course they would use that term, thank you, Kotaku, and more as cosplayers find out with the hashtag and get donating. If you're a cosplayer and want to take part, the donation link is here, and I will share it in the chat just because you never know. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and they're currently at about help us to reach 1500 and it looks like they're about uh two-thirds of the way there so oh wait no sorry it says right there nine hundred dollars 
character. I mean, I don't want to get political. Let's just take a moment to look at the predetermined donation amounts, just in case you uh, want to be inspired yourself. Uh, $2.70, $5, $4.20, nice, and $6.90, because there is absolutely no chill here. Well, you know, I mean, now, again, I don't want to get political. I've already said, you know, if you don't like what's going on in the world and these changes and so forth, get out there and rock the vote. That's it. That's all I will tell you guys to do. We will not tell you who to vote for. We just want you to go and vote. If you don't like what's going on in this world, get out there and rock the vote. That's it. Because if you don't vote and things don't change, you, you, you have no one to blame but yourself. And I've seen, you know, like, I posted this on my personal. At, at Comic-Con, uh, there was a group photo with, at the time, Democratic presidential hopeful Andrew Yang. Hashtag Yang Gang. He, got, he was with a group of cosplayers. What's happening is the tides are changing. The generations are changing. You gotta go after the yeah, people. Vibes. Yeah, you gotta go after the younger crowd. You have to see who else is out there besides the old farts in this world. And cosplayers like Bernie. Cosplayers like Yang. Cosplayers like Biden. Cosplayers like Elizabeth Warren. So something like this is going to happen. And I'm all for it. If you're using your fandom, your hobby, and you're putting it towards something positive, something good, then go for it. That's what you should do. And, and that's all I have to say about that. And nothing bad at all. Just do what you think is going to help turn the tide to make the world a better place. That's it. And now that we got that out of the way, it's time for the part of the show that you all know that you enjoy more than anything else. Um, meanwhile, in Japan. All right, let's... I want to take the first one because it has alcohol in it and I kind of need it after this. Okay, fair enough. I'll take the second article. Okie dokie. So yeah, there's a dark ale made with crickets coming to Shibuya. Uh, insect cuisine seems to be enjoying a relatively slow but steady rise in popularity around Japan. More and more eateries and food producers have been dabbling in six-legged ingredients, signifying a warm-up to what some are calling the future of food consumption. Mm. However, a lot of talk about bugs food centers around their nutrition, so how about the benefits of their arena flavor? So, Ishikawa Prefecture's Tono Brewery has teamed up with insect food production film Anti... Ant... Anticata headed by self-proclaimed cockroach lover, Yuta Shinohara. Uh, Antisakata has already developed cricket soy and soy sauce and cricket ramen, and now has a cricket dark ale. Mm -hmm. From Sunday, March 15th to Wednesday, March 18th, Antisakata will be serving glasses of this bold new ale at Pop-Up Sands in Shibuya Parko. In addition to the beers, specially selected insect snacks will also be served and merch such as t-shirts can be purchased. 
In Cricket Dark Yale, farm-raised bugs are kept in the optimal conditions of the harvesting when they are clean and heat-treated to ensure safety. They are then roasted and added to the wort to bring out the most complimentary flavor to the brew. What makes cricket beer unique and quite possibly a world first, the crickets used are, are the crickets used are fed the lees or leftover cement for brewing of previous batches of cricket dark ale, creating an efficient cycle of waste reduction which can only bring out more of the inherent flavor of the aroma they drink. Meaning you get mm. they get to eat their dead ancestors. <laughs> The result is supposed to be a bitter and savory taste blended with a caramel-like undertone. The aroma is especially rich and reminiscent of coffee, cacao, and chamomile. So, yeah. If you like eating bugs and drinking bugs and getting wasted off bugs, this is for you, I suppose. Well, they say crickets are good for you. Just saying. They do have a lot of protein. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Next. All right. I, give me a sec. Um, to pull it up. This is the type of real estate agency that I'm all for. A chap, uh, Japanese cat real estate agency where every apartment lets you and your kitty live together. So, what it is, this is a company called Nakarepa Real Estate. It's Japan's very first real estate agency that exclusively works with properties that allow for cats. I think that is awesome. This place, this company is a collaborative between Neko Republic, an animal welfare organization that runs a chain of cat cafes and adoption centers, and they have a cat hotel. Looks like I know where Mako-chan is going this summer. Mm. <laughs> and Tokyo-based realtor Inon. The company doesn't just list apartments that merely allow cats either, but ones with features that make them extra attractive to the cats themselves. Like the climbing and play uh, play ledges, which is cool. You know, cats like to climb and jump around and so forth, you know. Now, the extra special properties earned a Nekorupa seal of approval if they can satisfy three criteria. Abundant to natural si sunlight to facilitate cozy cat naps, because we all seen our cats la lazing around in the window. Floors and walls with scratch-resistant surfaces. Which is a good thing because you don't want to spray them with, cut with water. And a design that ensures that your furry friend can't slip out of the apartment and get lost while you're away from home. And I think that's also a good idea too. And in the pictures here in the videos, you can actually see, you know, there's a little litter box right next to the bidet, which is really cool, you know. And, and it's like, there's a human door to to the bathroom, and then there's a little kitty door for the bathroom. That, that that's mm -hmm. cool. In keeping with Neko's Republic missions, uh, Neko Republic's mission of animal welfare, a portion of the initial lease fees, as well as 222 yen, which is like two bucks, of each tenant's monthly rent properties manages goes directly to the company. Goes to the Neko Republic's cat cafes to help keep the cats healthy and happy during their wait to find a forever home. That's so precious. I like that. 
Um, pull my browser once more time. Now, most of Nekarepa's real estate apartments are in Tokyo, but has properties in Kanagawa, Chiba, Saitama, and Aichi prefectures with full listings available on its website. That's cool. Yeah, what's really, I mean, the fact that they're doing this is awesome because most places, most apartments, most <coughs> you know things like that do not allow for pets of any kind. I just like the little, uh, the little door, the separate little cat door to the litter box. That was cute. All right, and the last article. So uh, the last article, keeping with the uh, cats, um, Japan has diapers now. Specially made for cats. Manor wear for cats fits snugly around feline butts. <laughs> oh boy. Um. So yeah. So the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Unicharm, who is one of Japan's leading makers of masks, sanitary products, and diapers unveiled a product that is being billed as a Japan first diapers for cats. Mm. The new diapers will come in extra small, small and medium described as absorption where the new diapers are designed to solve cat excretion problems and were created after carefully studying the body shape and movement of felines. According to research conducted by Unicharm, roughly 2.24 million cats are being raised indoors in Japan, and a recent survey showed a large number of cat owners have encountered problems related to cats spraying outside of the kitty litter. Um, so they are uh, coming out with what is going to be called mannerware. And the diapers are said to have a high waist, fit, uh, which fits snugly in the right spot for cats' long bodies, allowing them to still jump and move flexibly without the garment falling off. The wide tape is hard to peel off, even if the cat grooms and licks around the tape, and the adjustable tail hole can be widened to fit even the fluffiest of tails comfortably, mm. while keeping moisture in. Uh, each diaper is said to absorb moisture for about 12 hours, although the amount of cat's pee varies between individuals, and the absorbent, breathable sheet inside is made with ultra-fine, silk-like fibers that are soft for kitty's fur. No. Yeah. Um, I, I want to see the tests on this, because mm -hmm. I cannot, for the life of me... Imagine a cat actually going with this on. Can we all just preach in how the cat in the header image was looking at the camera like, you're going to put what on me? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry, but this, I not going to happen. I, I don't see this going well. The reason why cats have a litter box is because 
that's ingrained in them. That's not, I mean, yes, you have to show it where it is and all of that, but that is ingrained. I just, I, I, I can't believe that this was even a thing. I'm sure someone will try to get a use out of it. That's all I have to say. But it would be funny just to see a cat trying to, like, use their claws and rip it off, you know? Mm-hmm. Anywho, shall we get the hell up and out of here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely like the sound of that. So, if you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So what we tell you what we like and don't like, we're being straight up about it. So definitely. If you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where every week you'll find links to our podcasts, cosplay uh, videos, Cosplayer tips and tricks, cosplayer interviews, convention photos, convention videos, anime reviews, editorials, so much more. And all of that at AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget, you can take our podcast with you on the go on your mobile device. So you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, Player FM, Pocket Cast. Any basically any app you use for for downloading podcasts, just search Anime Jam Session. You'll find all of our latest episodes all the way back to number one. What the hell was that? How was that? Sorry, I have everything on silent, and that was not silent. Whoops. <laughs> Anywho, all that and then some on any of our streaming uh, sites that with podcasting. Don't forget, we're also on social media. YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session for our convention videos and interviews and other cool stuff. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us there so for conventions that we're going to, events that we're checking out, and when we're going live and then some. Facebook.com for our convention photos, when our episodes are going up, secret stuff, all, this, all that cool stuff that's there. And to everybody that follows us on these social media sites, thank you so much. We could not do this without y'all. So we'll go around the room. Last words, Ari. Uh, I'm just counting the, down the days of my vacation and eventually Zenkai Con. Perfect. Last words, Mako-chan. I am so freaking tired. I cannot wait to go to bed. My last words. I'm going to kick back and relax, and I might go looking for interspecies reviewers uncensored. I got my streaming set up, set up going now, so I, I have no excuse at this point. Well, that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Anime Jam Session, episode 441, as the countdown to Zenkai begins. So, I think that's it. So, Yeah, that's it. Yep, definitely. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I am Mako-chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night.
Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. Perfect. Goodnight, y'all. has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!